And how old is your daughter? She is. John. John. <laughs> Please tell me you haven't forgotten. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Overly Honest Dads, your favourite podcast about parenting. Thank you for joining us. We're very happy to have you. My name's Matt, and I'm lucky to be your host, and I'm joined, as ever, by my podcast pals, Magnus. Hello, everyone. And John. Hello, everybody. How are we doing, everybody? Everyone fine? Everyone good? We're not as good as you. You're fucking hyper, You are (laughs) on it. Top of the world. Goodness me. I am doing well, and it's nothing to do with a bottle of whiskey that's on the table. Uh (laughs) No, Um, never. (laughs) So, welcome, everybody. Another episode of your favourite podcast. We're going to talk about lots of different things relating to parenting. Um, we'll get to the main episode subject um, shortly. But as ever, we're going to start with some dad news. And this is a festive dad news. Now, I know uh, regular listeners will know that we generally record quite far in advance because we're still putting together some of the aspects of the podcast. So we still haven't launched our podcast six months after starting. Um, but it's Christmas. Hooray. And so uh, we're recording this on the 30th of December. Um, and uh, we're having a very overly honest Christmas party. Mm. And or New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve Eve. That's a good one. I've not heard of that before. Um, and so, yeah, we, we have a festive dad news. So, John, why don't you kick us off with your dad news? Right. Um, well, first of all, I hate Christmas and everything about it. It's a horrible time of the year for me. Um, <laughs> what a goddamn screw. Yeah, I know. I know. Let me just take the fucking tone down because he's too excited. <laughs> no, I, uh, I've never been a fan of this time of year. A bunch of shit in my family happened, so I've never really been a fan. But the kids, it's great to be off work and be able to do stuff with them. It's pretty amazing. So we go ice skating every year now, which is pretty neat. Very festive. Very festive. Very festive. Last year we went, they enjoyed it. This year we went and they fucking cried the whole fucking time. For what reason? Oh man, just didn't like the ice. It's slippery today. And it's like, it wasn't this slippery last year. No, it's like last year you were more of a recluse and now you're more scared because you're growing up and you've fallen off on your ass a few times. But yeah, no, they didn't enjoy the it as much as The ice was too hot. Yeah, the ice is too hot. It's too hot, Daddy. Um, but no, good fun, good fun. Um, it's it's great. It's a good day out. And plus every year we have the family over, like my wife's family's here in England, some mm. of them. So they come over, we have dinner together. I cook for a legion and half a legion shows up. So there's always a lot of leftovers, mm. like every end of year for everybody. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, no, it's good fun, man. I love this time of year and the kids love it. And we spend time together and it's nice to be home mm-hmm. since I'm a working dad. And I'm never home and always get home late. Um, Why did you do that stupid voice? I have no idea. I've been drinking whiskey, I think. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> did yeah. You? It's quite yeah. sexual. What did you like about it? How about well, you I felt look- something in my stomach. Ooh, Mag. That might be the McDonald's. He should leave and me and you should bounce. <laughs> bow, bow. I, I don't know. No. I was speaking <laughs> facetiously. I, I guess you weren't. I would say that Romana loves the seasonal, I, the, the seasonal focus that is ice skating and anything to do with snow, all that kind of stuff. He's been trying to get me to to learn skiing and uh, when we've been over in um, uh, Czech and the mountains around this time. And also when we go to, uh, I think it's in the major ice rinks, uh, is the one in central London and also uh, in the city of London. There's two big ice rinks there. The the outdoor one is the city of London and she loves me to go there and I I hate it. I I don't like getting something on my my feet and being restricted. Someone else's stuff on your feet that's the thing uh, see that, you're that's, nice that's even work but even worse should I say but it, it, it's it's more so that you feel somewhat restricted it's not not my sport yeah. I'm going off on a tangent you see I, I grew up on ice that's the thing I grew up well, in Italy you grew up living on ice yeah well effectively was that not cold Italy. was that not cold yeah, what's living good? on ice. You didn't know that living John was half man. Inuit. Is it like that ice bar, you know, that yeah. people go to? Is that like your house? Yeah. Let it go, Matt. Um, <laughs> was that a frozen joke? Yeah, it was. Oh, well. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. No, but I grew up with snow skiing and all the rest of it. Now, I, I screwed up my knee twice. Um, and the second time was quite hard with snowboarding. So I can't ski or snowboard anymore. But ice really? skating, I can still do it. It's quite fun. I like it. Takes me back home in mind. It's pretty neat. So, mm. Yeah, I like it. Really do. What about you, Matt? What did you get up oh, to? Oh, you came to me before Magnus. Yeah, oh, baby. Wow. Is that my Christmas present? Yeah, that's your Christmas oh, present. Wow, I remembered. So nice. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, with it being the festive period, we've had like time off, as you said, actually, that's been very nice. I've had a week off and now I have another week. Not back at work until a week today, mm. so that's really nice. We went to Germany for Christmas with my wife being German. Um, that was that was good. I think the the nice thing about everything though is because I've got a, a chance to pause. 
and not be rushing around all the time. I can t- sort of take stock of Amelie's development and there's quite a few things that have been happening recently. So one, she's more communicative. She's learned that shaking her head means no. So now she can give us opinions on things um, and tell us that she does want something or doesn't want it. If she wants something, she'll point at it. If she doesn't want something, she'll shake her head. Now that's kind of cool in a way, but also annoying because she can say no to things. I kind of preferred it when she couldn't say no. It becomes their favourite word. I know, it's so annoying. Um, and we also have walking, which is now a thing. Um, she's not a really confident walker, which she will still take the pushchair out and everything, but she can sort of toddle along. She walks more than she crawls now, especially with holding onto one of our fingers for support. She really happily walks along and that's very cute. And just the difference a year makes. Like a year ago, she was, um, what, about two months old? Just a kind of useless blob. She's cute, but she was just a blob. She <laughs> didn't really do much. She smiled a bit. She she blew raspberries but that was all you were getting aside mm. from sick poo and wee mm. um that was all you're getting and now she's a little human um mm. and she's kind of this stage between a baby and toddler at this mm-hmm. point so she's still a baby in lots of ways mm. uh but she's getting more towards toddler mm. and it's nice and exciting as magnus put it a couple of episodes ago babies are shit aren't they because <laughs> <laughs> they do nothing yeah well in, in in hindsight i would say that i had some problems that i needed to contend with but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 from from my perspective is, is it me now uh, uh, we, we, yeah, we, go on. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Oh, great. G- yeah. Give me your dad news. Fuck, fuck Matt. So, um, <laughs> f- f- from the last podcast, Quinn has popped completely. She is a whole different person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot more animated, a lot more gesticular. I'm just thinking in my mind's eye what she does. She's, she's like pointing and doing this, like no, 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 no thing. <laughs> um, she's saying uh, lots and lots of vowel consonant combinations now. Yeah, right? dada, mama, weird stuff, you know, uh, which she wasn't able to do two weeks ago. Uh, she's now got two teeth. Uh, they finally came out. She was the last one to get those mm-hmm. teeth. Um, what in the world? No, no, no. Last one where? From the NCT group. Oh, right. sorry. Okay, now I was sorry, like, the listeners. last one who? What? From the NCT group that I'm part of, uh, from like 12 kids, she was the last one. They're all born around the same time. And Quinn, yeah, she had just gums and she was really cute, but she needed some teeth. Um, and she, you put your finger in her mouth. And I remember the first time I did that and she was chewing on it. It felt fucking weird. Mm. Um, it was just a bit of fun. Don't look at me like that, John. <laughs> It's just disgusting. No, it's not disgusting. It's, disgusting, it's my child, John. It's still disgusting. That's the implication Look, he's is being fine. honest, and that is the remit of the podcast. Yeah. And and I choose to fuck his honesty. So, <laughs> yeah. Fuck it in the ears. <laughs> that was unnecessary. And lastly, John, uh, who? <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and lastly, the biggest a bit of news I've got is that she's standing up. She did two steps the other day. Oh. Yeah. She's, a, she's 11 months and a week. Uh, and it's nice. really nice, really, really cool. Yeah, I just, oh my God, my kid is so flipping awesome right now. If if you are a regular listener to our podcast, you will see the evolution in our opinions and our attitudes towards our babies. And mine has definitely, definitely uh, become more fond of Quinn. Um, something changed at around five months beforehand. It was more like, yeah, babies are shit. What the fuck are they doing? Blah, 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 blah. They're expensive. But gradually, it's been getting to the point they are very expensive, like ludicrously expensive. Um, gradually, it's been getting better and better to the point where I feel my heart will burst with love for this creature that has so negatively affected my life uh, in every way. <laughs> I have no social life. Um, I can't masturbate whenever I want at home. Oh, lovely. Oh, we God. hardly have sex. I have no money. <laughs> I have grey hairs. I have a double half an chin hour now. In the toilet earlier. Just like, just spank one out when you're here. Dude, <laughs> I, I go to the toilet. Romana chases after me if I'm in the toilet for longer than five minutes because she knows it's going to be a 20 minute shit. Two minutes will be pooing, 18 minutes will be looking on my phone and enjoying my solitude. <laughs> I, I, I don't have, no, I can't do that yet. But I am going yoga. Oh, wow. (laughs) Right, well, that was definitely the most honest section of dad news I think we've ever had. Yeah, I think so. Like, Um, Magnus is clearly enjoying our festive uh, party podcast. um, I absolutely Our drunk cast. Um, So, yeah, (laughs) let's talk about the main subject of the episode today. So, listeners who have been with us for a while will know that John is 
doesn't turn his phone on to silent. Um, um, we did a, an episode where we talked about a list of all the baby stuff that the internet suggested you get in advance. And we said whether they were good uh, suggestions, bad suggestions, then came up with some ideas from, from our, of, of our own. Uh, <laughs> and so I've found a new list, and this is about conversations you should have with your partner before you decide to have kids. So we're going to read through the list of conversations that you should have with your significant other before you commit to kids we're going to decide if they're good suggestions or bad suggestions and maybe even come up with some of our own so we're going to take a quick break have a sip of this lovely tasty whiskey and then we're going to come back to regale you with more podcast fun so take a brief break and we'll be back shortly Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back and joining us here again. So for this podcast, um, I have scoured the internet and found a list of a list of topics that the internet suggests you discuss with your partner before you commit to having a kid. So we're going to talk through this list, uh, maybe talk about some of our own experiences with the subject and just decide whether or not these are worthwhile conversations to have. Um, We've got 10 on here. We'll do five. We'll take a break, then come back and do the other five. So the first one on the list, the big question, is now the right time? So do you guys remember having the is now the right time conversation? This is a pretty important question. I think everyone should have it. I think we'll be unanimous on that. I think it's the the number one question. Yeah, which is why it's number one on the list, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. Do, Do you remember it, John? Christopher, I'm so sorry if you ever listened to this. First one was an accident. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, we are overly honest dads. Uh. I love you, Christopher. If you ever listen to this, I love you. But you were an accident. Same as Liam. He was also an accident. The oh only planned one was Sienna, but it's oh fine. I God. love you guys either way. Oh, your kids just felt like dominoes. They're going to be so sad. <laughs> Sienna was an accident. The marriage was an accident. Everything... Uh, no, no, no. I wouldn't no. go that far, but nearly. No, just, <laughs> that didn't uh, land well. No, it didn't. I'm going to punch you, man. Okay. No, um, but yeah, lo- love you, Chris. No, the, the, the first one for us really was an accident. Um, okay. So, but it was planning everything for the kid coming. I, I think it was a funny accident because she was expecting probably me to panic more than I did. And then she panicked way more than, than I would ever, ever. I was quite happy when when she was pregnant okay to be honest, so see in the context of this list seeing as you did plan your daughter how was that conversation do you remember that conversation where you talked about is now the right time i think i remember you guys having this conversation i remember at work you telling me about it i i i was i didn't think it was the right time yeah i, I, I wrote a list of pros and cons i wrote her a letter and all the rest of it and then she got pregnant anyway um because <laughs> i didn't i i don't i didn't feel like the man in the house that can handle everything. I felt like I was a bit of a fucking failure. I needed to get my life, put my life together before we had another kid. But it all kind of panned out because uh, yeah. you you man up. I ended up manning up and dealing with it in the end. So You came yeah. to terms with the fact you're a failure. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think you just deal with it. Well, like, you know, perfection don't exist and I'm fucked up. And it, It's a beautiful question because it mm-hmm. is the number one question that all couples ask. And there is, genuinely speaking, there is no right time. Ever. 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 Yeah. There is no right time. It, like, kids will fuck up yeah. your life like you have no Completely. idea. Like, they come, all your routines, everything you plan, you think you're going to do, everything just turns upside mm-hmm. down. And you're like, oh, I'm not sleeping. What the fuck? You don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's the reality. Uh, I was chasing career in order to get financial security so we could have kids. It didn't matter. I kept on chasing it, kept on climbing up the ladder, had more than enough a long time ago. Didn't matter. When the kid came along, still fucked me up. Utterly, completely destroyed me. Was never prepared for it. I could have been a millionaire, not prepared for it whatsoever. Nothing like my mate. She got pregnant. He had temperature, was in bed for two weeks. (laughs) When he found out, he was well happy, but then like had temperature, KO'd for two weeks. Because as a guy, you're not prepared for it, man. You're just not mentally prepared for the responsibility. This is the thing. thing. All of the guys I've spoken to, when it it comes to that situation, they're all panicking like, oh shit, I'm not prepared for this. But really, you are. It's kind of a mindset thing, provided you have some kind of funds and support from whoever to provide for that child. But kids, babies, they don't really need, okay, kids do, but babies, they don't really need much. They don't really need anything. They need some, you know, some, some love and support. They need a box. Um, ideally, not a cardboard box, but just a space a sock to sleep drawer. in. A sock drawer. It could be. Mm-hmm. It could be outside. <laughs> but they need somewhere 
where they're yeah. going to be secure, where they're going to be fed, where they can sleep. So you don't really need much. It's when it gets to about a year and then you do the finances and you realize your partner's, you know, no longer on maternity um, and you're the sole breadwinner uh, that the, the depression really sets in where, <laughs> you, you know, you want to kill yourself. Um, so <laughs> This has got fairly heavy. But I mean, there's, so there's, there's, there's a point where you picked up on that, like, there's no right time. And I, I certainly think that that links into the idea that you, you, you're never going to know what it's like to be a parent until you're a parent yourself I, re- I remember it, times in my 20s where I uh, was talking to people who were parents and I think I was a bit flippant about how serious a responsibility it is and how life-changing it is and just the demands on your time how tired you are the amount of love you feel on the positive side of it and th- there is no way of knowing and therefore there is no way of preparing fully and yeah. and all that is to say that there is no right time Correct. It's like, I think the right time is just you both being aligned and wanting to do it. If you both want to do it, then it's probably the right time. You make the perfect point. You need to both be aligned. You Emotionally, financially, whatever, just some kind of mutual agreement between the two that you can support this baby yeah. once it pops out. Well, you both need that commitment because the last thing you want is for there to be resentment in the first two years after a kid's born. Oh, bless. You know, you wouldn't want to have be dealing with relationship problems at the same time as raising a kid because that would be, mm. hell, that would yeah, be hellish. Yeah. It, it, exactly. If your baby's a lot better looking, you, you, <laughs> you know, you don't want to be resentful towards your baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. I think so. I think we're all agreed. The first point there is a good one and you should talk about that when you're planning to have a kid is now the right time so second on the list of things is how will you share baby duties how will you share baby duties who wants to go first on that can i leave now (laughs) i don't want to have this conversation um i'd okay i'll I'll be honest the only one i didn't feel comfortable changing nappies for is my daughter i don't know why Mm. i just like because it was a girl it's like boys know what i'm doing girls i'm like no no too delicate too scared no no and i was a bit sort of cringy didn't Mm. want to Uh, (laughs) (laughs) wrong terminology at that time but that's practically what frightened me i'm just like that's why i said it you mean cleaning inside the vagina oh man when she pooed and it's no good yeah when poo gets up in there they did not like doing it did not like doing it but it's true it's completely true shit gets in the vagina as babies yeah (laughs) You have to you have to go digging for gold. Apologies for anyone eating oh, right now. The, but it, it, it's true. If if, if you're going to be a dad that's going to have a daughter, you will be taking duties of cleaning your. I ended kids. up pulling out of those. Didn't do any of those. I ended up really? doing everything else. I was happy to clean bowls. Right. I was have to get. Uh, by the way, guys, again, anyone get a console. Make sure you game while you feed. You stay up all night. No issues. Um, best solution to feeding problems. You can let your wife sleep, and you can just like. Feed the baby while you're mm. playing video games. I've got a good technique. I will do a sketch and put it on a Twitter page so you guys can see it because it's pretty mm. neat. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was happy to do everything else. But I, my daughter, clean nappies on my daughter, especially to the poo, I just thought it's a bit icky, yucky, I just didn't uh, Boys, I didn't care. It's just like, even if they pissed on me, I couldn't give a shit. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Mind you, I ate a shit, as you've heard from a couple of episodes ago. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I really don't mind the cleaning and the vomiting. I don't mind any of that. I just really had struggles. But we didn't really discuss who's going to do what duty. Just sort of kind of chipped in. And if I wasn't doing something, don't worry. My wife is very vocal. She'll fucking tell me. Um, so I ended up helping out where I needed to. Mm-hmm. So fine. I didn't have issues. Didn't have a discussion about it, really. I, I, I didn't put those duties down, but I was definitely initially apprehensive. How, how are you, Matt, having a... A girl as well. Uh, that was fine. Well, I'd, I've got a younger sister and I quite, I really remember what it was like when she was born, when she, mm. I think she, I was 11 when she was born. So I remembered her nappies being changed. I think I even was asked to help out with some nappy changes and stuff like that. Mm. So it was nothing unusual for me. I kind of knew what to expect. Mm. Um, I've got a couple of younger sisters. So, yeah. So made, that, that prepared me for it. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a first for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I do remember, you know, I cleaned her a lot. I, I just, I launched myself into duties to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was weird just contending with a baby who's got a vagina and there's shit everywhere, like fucking everywhere. So you have to go digging for gold. And the first, I would say the first month, I got my partner to, to do the majority of the digging. <laughs> digging is a really bad, oh, that's yeah, yeah, horrible, it's, sorry, yeah. <laughs> that is horrible. Scraping. Oh, oh fucking hell. <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? <laughs> oh, okay, cleaning. Yeah, there you go. So, wiping, we, we, anything. Wi- wiping, just wiping. wiping. Um, and for gold. <laughs> <laughs> 
Romana would do it because obviously she has one as well, right? Um, <laughs> she does. Captain Obvious over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just confirming with you, so she knows what to do. Um, I have different, so I you was, have bits, yes. yeah. Uh, and she would wipe, but then I got to the stage where I was like, "Fuck it, she's my daughter. I need to help out." So I just, yeah, and I'm I, like, I'm there sometimes. I'm like, shit. Where's this all coming from? You know, and I'm inside and I'm like, you know, just wiping away. But you have to. You, you John, you're grimacing See, right this, now. But this you is have why to. I, I, I refuse to do it. Just the idea of it puts me off. Like, no, thank you. I, I, I will be honest with you. I don't like doing it. Oh, man. But oh. I, I guess it would be like, what, what about a boy with the foreskin? You don't. Well, we we have a topic about that later on, so maybe. We'll oh, really? Are we doing skin. about foreskin? We'll I'm circumcised. I, I didn't have a clue. Yeah, we'll get anyway. to that. Um, <laughs> you didn't have a. Oh, right. Okay, we'll just put put a pin in that. Literally. Um, oh, <laughs> Jesus, <Matt>. Jesus. <laughs> beautiful. Okay, timing. So, so but yeah, moving I, on. I swiftly. think we get your point um, good, good. about about that. Dads need to know subject. Dads fucking need to know. Yeah, I, I, you'll be I, going I, into your daughter's vagina and you'll be cleaning that shit. I, I think that you guys touched on something that I just kind of want to do get across in this section is that I don't think as a as a, as a parent forget. you should really exclude yourself from anything I think fair enough if you'd really try a few times and you fail and you really can't come to terms with it then then maybe there's a case to split out, splitting out some responsibilities. Maybe. But I don't. I, I don't get used to it. Certain man. things in life are going to be shit on. You you're going to be vomited on. You're going to yeah. get a bogey in your 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 mouth. It's going to go everywhere. You know. You you need to fucking clean them. So get your wet wipe and delve. <laughs> yeah, and also, how many areas of life do you accept failure in, John? Probably not many. And this is an area where you accept failure. I'm oh, disappointed yes. in you. I'm disappointed. I accept you. failure, not wanting to... Uh, no, 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 thank you. Digging for gold, as Magnus put it. <laughs> okay, That's well, horrible. we're going to move swiftly along, but I think we're going to agree that it's probably useful to have a conversation with your partner about what duties you're going to do. Really, it anything is. less than 50-50 is. is a do cop-out, you and you should be ashamed. Exactly. Do you do your duties? If anything, you should be doing 60-60. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that's the ideal or 100 100 keep it 100 that's what the kids say um number three on the list is should you co-sleep game all night man fuck co-sleeping no. <laughs> i remember you skyrim that- kept me up and alive during that period man i skyrim. remember when christopher was young you he used to share the bed with you guys didn't he a lot I remember you talking yeah, about Yeah, 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 he wouldn't. He was, yeah, is that yeah. something you discussed in advance, whether that would happen, or is that just something We knew that, that would happen. Actually? No, we didn't do, discuss it. We knew it was going to happen just because we we gathered it will happen at the beginning, and then he will move into a cot, and we moved him into a cot after about a year, I think. Yeah, which is quite a long time for him to sleep in with yeah. you. Uh, were you ever worried about safety? Well, no, he was in between us, and he he, he slept like a fucking star, well, literally. Because the, 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 the safety thing is, like, if does the duvet come up over his head? Is there a problem? Oh, no, no. I'm the guy that doesn't wear, doesn't cover a duvet, so it's all on my wife's side, and he was kind of in the well, middle. So you just in the open air? Yeah, pretty much, majority of the Do time. you wear pajamas? No, man, commando, maybe not. Just... <laughs> yeah, pajamas, of course. Sorry, wait, hang on, what? So when you sleep... Yeah, I cover my feet, because I'm scared of the monsters to this day. To take my feet. Like, I tell you what, wait, you know wait, what it was? Wait, you remember wait, wait, misery? Wait, it gets remember- weirder <laughs> as it goes on. So, okay, right, the, 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 what I'm seeing in my, in, in my mind is you're on the bed. Bottom of the covers cover my feet, the rest naked, is all over. And you have I'm not a naked, cloth I'm in pajamas. Over your feet and nothing else. <laughs> Do you have much. actual pajamas? Like, yeah, pajamas. Pro- 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 pajamas. Yeah, yeah. I, oh I've God. got one at the moment that says, uh, uh, no, but this Mr. Is Grumpy. You said you were naked and yeah. you had a cloth over your feet. <laughs> no, I, d- I don't wear any covers thing, do they? Or like, I d- I, sometimes I do, depending if it gets recalled, but the majority of the time I like to cover my feet, my legs, and I'm fine. And I've got three cushions. I've got one on my head, one on my belly, one between my legs. And yeah, dude, like, I, I've got so many cushions. You have no idea. Like, this. Are you such, fucking... Are you I sleep on my side, one cushion on my head, one between my legs, nah, and one covering my belly. This is bullshit. You're taking a piss. That sounds like some kind of gift-wrapping motherfucking shit. That is crazy. Well, it sounds no, like some even... serial killer stuff, man. What the hell? It's comfortable, go- bitches. No, that is weird. It's That's, comfortable. And if I sleep on my back, illness. I snore, so the bitch will kill me if I do. So therefore, I sleep on her side. They're not call a bitch. I call her my wife. Um... <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, three cushions, and as long as my feet are covered, because when I like when I was a kid, misery came out, 
the oh, film by Stephen no. King yeah, and the Italian advert for it, oh, which because no. d- they did it during the day. The horror films were advertised during the day in Italy because they have no fucking common sense. It was kind of like, uh, I will look after you. And you see this bitch cracking the dude's feet. And it's like, since then, I've been having my feet undercover since yeah. the 80s, just terrified. Like literally, oh, we're delving into some deep shit at the moment. Um, yeah, we are. Matthew, tell us what do you? How do you uh, sleep? I don't believe the way you sleep, John. We it's didn't. We, up, man. We, co-sleeping's never My really been a thing for it. us. Co-sleeping's just never really been a thing. Um, I mean, occasionally she's been in bed with us briefly, but it was never really a big thing, and it's not something we really wanted to do either because we worried about weaning her off it if she got used to it too much. Mm-hmm. I see it happening more potentially in the next year or so. Um, I can see it maybe I think Alex is starting to open up to it a little bit but it was it was definitely not a conversation we had in advance and it wasn't ever a big deal for us there is a couple I know Mm -hmm. right that live near us Uh, they're slightly older than us and their son is the same age as ours Christopher's eight nearly nine still sleeps in Ooh. I could I like they can't. Why, oh, but know, he keeps knocking on the door. I'm just like, you guys need to knock some sense into this kid. Just, Are you kidding like, me? No need to whisper. We're recording this. It'll oh, be going we, out there. Yeah, I yeah. know. But you they're not going to listen to this. It's fine. They're going to stop good. someone hearing. And I've it. said Don't no worry. names. They can turn the. I'll increase up. his channel as he whispers. Okay. So, <laughs> Ma- Magnus, was co-sleeping ever a discussion that you guys had? Yeah. Uh, anything like that, we were adamant we weren't going to do. Yeah. Um, however, we did at times. And, yeah. and Quinn is in our bed uh, currently at the minute. Sometimes, right uh, but I, I mean, when she wakes up at six in the morning, mm-hmm. she, she won't. So, uh, co-sleeping means the the majority of the night. She no, she's never done that. Um, but when she was young and she was having trouble sleeping, yeah, she'd be in bed for some time before she'll be moved to the cot. Uh, and now, when she wakes up too early, she'll be in the cot with us, uh, in the bed with us, <laughs> sleeping a giant cot. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, however. There has been a recent situation where uh, we're talking like weeks ago. She was she was in between us. I was facing that way. She was facing that way. Romano was facing that way. And I elbowed Quinn <laughs> like properly. Oh, I was Jesus. turning around. I elbowed her. She's an 11 month old baby. I'm a, a a large man. Elbowed her. She didn't wake up. Ever <laughs> like did not wake Jesus. up. No, no, she did wake up, John, because the death of my child is not funny. Sorry, like the way you just said it. Unbelievable. Up. So dark. Okay, so I think ghostly thing maybe a worthwhile conversation to have, but maybe not as big a deal. Nah, um, really. compared with some of the other things we talked. About. It's against guidelines, and be conscious because you can roll over on your baby and suffocate them. Now, that's a serious consideration, but it's very rare. Okay, so don't take our word for it. Don't do it. Number four on the list is, will you circumcise a boy? <laughs> I'm <Now, will> circumcised. <laughs> I think, yeah. So I think this list might be aimed more at our American or Jewish friends. Um, I don't know many. Happy Hanukkah people. as of yesterday, I think. I've me, me and Alex never discussed circumcision once in our baby prep. But mm. John, why don't you tell us about your penis? <laughs> um, I have no idea. I think I, I, it was... Uh, my, my foreskin was too short or some shit and they had to it wasn't like they wanted to or something like that nah, John they fucked you up bro. yeah they did they did <laughs> but you know I, it takes me like half an hour to come so yeah it's all good <laughs> I know we're overly honest dads but there <laughs> is a limit much. there definitely is a limit yeah, <laughs> we're gonna delete that in post no. Um, <laughs> No, I've I have like no issues like I, I don't understand why people would do it because it's as long as you clean yourself, it shouldn't stink. Like, I don't see the issue with having well, a foreskin, to be honest. Religious, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But I, I, don't, I don't see why. Um, I, I, I don't see why you would either. Yeah. Like, you know, like, as you were saying, you're, the feeling is somewhat attenuated because you don't have, have mm. that. If the wind blows right, I'm okay. Oh, the wind blows me all the time. <laughs> Okay, so the the number five on the Matt, list. How about you in circumcision? How's yeah. your willy? Uh, it's uncircumcised. <laughs> what do you think of circumcision? <laughs> um, I mean, if you want it, fair, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe consent should be a thing. I mean, why are we chopping skin off babies' penises? Do you know what I mean? This is like, no. ah okay. So is this on the list as well? Um, piercing their ears? No, it's not. Oh, God. So can we go on a slight tangent then? Yeah, go, go for it. Go, piercing go, go, go. their ears, guys. What do you think about piercing your child's ears? My daughter's ears are pierced this year. Okay. And how old is your daughter? She is. John. John. <laughs> Please tell me you haven't forgotten. 
She's six. She's six. <laughs> that was that was a seriously long time to get that answer. So, did she ask? Yeah, she be, wanted it. Okay, uh, and we walked at that past point, that place. Was it Claire's or Accessorize? Yeah, or yeah, the yeah. Fuck it's called. And uh, we bought two little like the, the same diamonds of a month or some shit. Fuck knows what it is. Like uh-huh. apparently every month has a different diamond. I've been told, uh-huh. or a different gem or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's true. So they, uh, yeah. So and she what, really wanted to do what it. What month was she born? She was born in July. July. Yes, I remembered. Right. Um, okay, uh, but yeah, no, she's, um, yeah. So she yeah. wanted to have it and we did it and she's good. very happy. She so it was at that point that she asked for it. Yeah, she asked her because her friends had it. A couple of her friends of had it done. That, and that's she the way it is. Yeah, with yeah. kids. Yeah. So yeah. Matt, how about yourself? Um, about pierced ears? Yeah. Uh, no, it was never a thing. Uh, yeah, not discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you had okay. it done or not? So would, uh, would you do it? Um, at, at some point. Yeah. I mean, if Emily wanted it. Okay, so yeah. would you wait for Emily to ask? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we're all in just agreement. The, just the logic, I, it's just a logical approach, as far as it I'm is concerned. a logical approach. Yeah. You just when they're ready, they want to do it, they do it. Yeah. Amen. I mean, it's like anything in life. You know? I, I, I would say that there's a, um, a certain type of person that likes to have their babies or child's ears pierced before what, the ugly babies. No, 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 no. <laughs> but before their baby can or kids can consent to such a such a thing. Um, and what kind of people are those that like to accessorize their babies oh mm. those yeah that's, good, that's a good idea actually oh, sorry good idea good point yeah mm. there are some I people who like love to accessorize babies they really dressing do. them up like dolls and yeah, maybe not to that extent but piercing their ears is a for me a big step mm. you know you're, you're putting a, a, a hot lance mm. through their earlobe which is a very sensitive region yeah, yeah they're not going to remember it but it's not it's not that nice so I prefer no. For them to be a little bit more grown up, you know. Ready to do it. Ready yeah. to do it. Understand. We're very conservative on this podcast. Potentially. Mm, maybe not. Um, <laughs> so number five on the list is, should you bank the baby's cord blood? We decided to do this in advance, and that was quite a straightforward one. Yeah. So what? So the special, you're more sciencey than the rest of us, so explain the cord blood, Magnus, to John. Cord blood has various cells in there, like stem cells. Um, among other things which can be used for research and it's one of the only areas aside from the placenta that you can uh, acquire those cells um, so it's quite valuable when did this become a thing a while back yeah yeah when it's not new. and yeah um as in when though i mean honestly i know i, 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 I never I, heard I, of it within before. the last one or two decades Really? Yeah, um, be- become a lot more prevalent in the last decade. And so when you are pregnant uh, they will ask you once uh, if you'd be willing to to do that um and it's usually a pharma company that requests it uh but at times not i think we might have done this for sienna yeah um and they, yeah, they'll ask you again when you're giving birth if you you want to you actually want to go through with it you sign papers and whatnot and then they they take the the placenta with the blood still in it and they store it in a bank usually halifax or an abbey national for, for <laughs> fucking hell i i can see yeah. the smirk it was coming i could see it was coming up with some shit there you go yeah no, they, they used to choose that west yeah or yeah. metro uh, th- so uh, from from that there's been Mons a lot of things that have, uh, <laughs> that have evolved from it like uh better detection techniques for yeah. for down syndrome and other congenital yeah, yeah. disorders i think that's exactly things. what we did and when we tested because we thought sienna there was a percentage chance she might have had down syndrome so mm. they tested her yeah and i think they asked us then actually to mm-hmm. yeah yeah so but I that, that's one of the things there's like a whole host of other things yeah it's Red very diseases, beneficial yeah, yeah um, stem cell research is oh god it's it's one of the areas that will allow us to live longer and without disease yeah and it's very important that we assist with that but not everyone is educated in, in such a thing no but I think it's. I think I, I think I can speak for us all when we say this is a conversation that you should have. But if the answer is anything other than yes, bank the blood, then go back and have the conversation again until you say yes, because it's a stupid thing to say no to. Uh, if you can help the world with your otherwise useless cord blood, you should do so. Has everyone agreed? Yes, yes. Yeah, on, yeah. On I, that note, I agree. On that note, we take a brief break and then we come back to regale you with more of these wonderful subjects. Uh, see you in a minute. Welcome back to the final segment of our festive podcast that is not being posted anywhere near Christmas. Um, as you know, we've been going for a list of discussions you might want to have with your pet, with your significant other before you have a kid. We've been through one through five. Now we're going to go through six through ten. Number six is: Will you put your kid into a religion of some kind? Who wants to go first on 
having religion? John, I would say you go first because you, sir, may have some affiliation to religion, no? Oh, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> uh, yes and no. Yes for community, uh, but I want my kids to make their own mind up as they grow up. Hmm. I don't think, like, for example, growing up in a Catholic environment as a kid, being baptized as a baby, I don't see the point. Hmm. I, I don't think. I think you make your choice in life. Later on, do you believe in God? Don't you believe in God? Do you believe in religion? Don't you believe in religion? Mm. you got to make that decision and actually have knowledge. Same as the ear piercing we were mm. talking about before. And I think that's the reality of, you know, making your mind up. I think the community aspect of knowing people and all the rest of it always helps, but you can build communities differently in the modern world anyway. Mm. So it just depends how you look at it, to be honest. I, 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 gu- I guess it must be hard being Italian and having see, that, that, that background with... You know, pasta and spaghetti and... <laughs> and being abused by a Catholic the, priest. The, <laughs> the, the, the flying spaghetti monster and also yeah. abused by... God, I did not <laughs> anticipate that, but okay. Yeah. I oh, mean, Catholicism memories. I, I had this to a certain extent. So I am not Italian, but I was raised Catholic. and My dad is Irish, actually from Ireland. Mm. And um, me and my brother were raised very much Catholic, Catholic school. I was an altar server from the age of about nine till I was about... 16, 17. Um, and so I, I have no connection with the religion now at all. I'm not religious yeah. in the slightest bit. Um, I would never voluntarily go to church, but I did consider whether with Amelie being born, I should go back to church and then take Amelie to church with the, with the goal of going to a Catholic school because mm. Catholic schools are known as being better than standard state schools they have that reputation Mm. but in the end i decided not to because i figured what's the point in feeding lies to your children okay because i wouldn't believe it i'd be lying essentially every week or in any kind of reaction uh, so you believe that religion is lies yeah yeah it is lies it's all lies it's totally lies i mean there are some aspects of religion that are you sure there is some morality in in religion that's worthwhile you know like Treat your neighbour as thyself. Don't judge others um, uh, unless you're willing to also judge yourself. Um, there's a lot of fundamental truths in 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 religion, but the structures around it are corrupt and hateful and money and evil. Um, do, do you have any 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 facts to back up your claim that religion is lies, um, or is this uh, just faith? It- <laughs> Ah, nice, very uh, nice. No, because it, it, it's created by men, isn't it? I mean, if there was the whole point of religion is there's like a divine truth that comes down and is from God, and it tells us how to live our lives. But the structured, organized religion is is by men or women or people. Which it's a is collection fallible. of money. It's a collection uh, of money. Yeah, and, and and people are evidently self interested, aren't they? I mean, we all are self interested to to a large extent. Um, but anyway, uh, there was a friend of mine, and he'll know exactly who he is, who has a very strong connection with the Catholic Church through his significant other. And I can see why he's putting his kids through uh, the Catholic life, because if he didn't do that, it would be scandalous within their family. It would be probably rift-causing within their family not to do it. Uh, but I don't have that problem, and I can look at it as, as honest and truthful as, as much as I can. And it's all, all lies, and it's all rubbish, and I'm not going to subject my kid to it. Every religion is registered as a charity in this country, and you can look up their bank accounts on Companies House. That kind of broke it for me, I think. When you look up the amount of money these churches have, it just blew me away. Um, And I think kids are – the community aspect is very important. I think the morals that you talked about are very Mm -hmm. important. But I think they need to make their mind up when they grow up if they want to be affiliated with religion or not. I think you can give them guidance in life and then they can decide what they want to do when they grow up. Simple as. Mm. That's that's my view anyway. What about you, Magnus? No, I, I, I you know, I, I sound antagonistic, but I, I agree. I, I was raised a Christian um, and I, I'm not entirely sure what de- denomination I was under, but I do remember that I was baptized. Um, what age? Well, I don't remember when I was baptized. It definitely was a long time before I could remember. Um, so when I was a baby, uh, and I do remember doing communion. So I, I ate a lot of Jesus, like, like a hell of a lot. The amount of mass that I ate of Jesus was probably more than the actual cumulative mass of Jesus. Oh, yeah, I think I've eaten about five Jesuses. Yeah, a, a lot, a lot of wine and all that. kind. Of, well, I think it was Ribena for kids. Um, but the the actual undertaking, what it means, what Holy Communion 
and baptism means is quite heavy. Yep. Being yeah, born again is quite heavy and it's not something that a fucking child can decide upon. No, of course not. A fucking you're you're ludicrous if you think so. You're a fucking idiot if you think your kid deserves to. Sorry go to that. listeners who are religious. Yeah, well, been there, done that. Didn't like it. Um, it's nah, it's not good. Okay, well, I think we're all agreed on that one. I mean, it's not for us, but I mean, maybe it's a conversation to have if you are religious think- yourself, or or if it's important to your family. Mm. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Less, next one is slightly less heavy. What kind of nappies to use? Did you guys discuss in advance what God. kind of nappies to so, use? So, this this is a fucking epic thing for me, nappies, because we, we tried the, the pampers and the huggies and this and that and the other. And then the little ones were the only ones that didn't give them rashes and they were half the price of everything. It was amazing. It was the mm-hmm. best discovery we ever made. Like Chris had the worst rash. Um, and then in the end, the little ones were the, the, the best ones. Mm. And to be honest, the beautiful thing is when they start growing up a little bit and you start doing pull-ups, my God, they're a fucking godsend. I love pull-ups, man. Absolutely love pull-ups. It's so much easier than the uh, taco ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but, the taco. Cause yeah, you, yeah. Tuck, tuck, tuck. Yeah. Okay. Did you discuss this, Magnus? Did yeah. you have, what and what, what? How did Hello that discussion lot. go? So it, it was it was between the washable ones or biodegradable ones. We we've, we've never used um, like Huggies or anything. It had to be biodegradable. Uh, so we have biodegradable nappy sacks, uh, kit and kin or natty, natty size one was shit. So we stuck with kit and kin, but it has a strange odor. Um, so we're now back on natty. They're like double the price. But they do a really good job. We, I tell a lie. We did use the little ones one pack once because we run out. It was like ninety pence mm-hmm. um, size one, and yeah, they're really, really good. Um, but we're, we're quite big on being green. That's why you're a vegan. Yeah, I'm not a vegan. <laughs> not, not, not yet. I'm we have McDonald's. There. It's the biggest impact yeah. you could have on the environment as being vegan, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not your nappies. Did you well, know that some vegetables aren't vegan? Organic vegetables are grown with manure. So yeah, they're not yeah, vegan. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. It's animal shit. Yeah. Well, look, if, if you're going to do that, then it's it's more so about reducing your consumption instead of, instead of cutting it out because that's not yeah. going to happen. Still a meat eater, but we, we are big on uh, not using plastic. So most of our things are bamboo or wood. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, her, her nappies are biodegradable. Her clothes, we try to make sure they're natural fibers, you know, um, as opposed to synthetic ones. Um, yeah, it, it, babies, they go through, like Quinn, she go uh, uh, through way more shit than we do. The, the bin is filled with her crap. It's filled with her stuff. Well, you can fucking use the toilet though, isn't it? That's... Well, she, well, she can't use the I'm toilet. Joking, She'll fall in and get lost. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, no, we, we did. We thought about this a lot. Um, we didn't like the idea of the washable nappies because you have, to, you have to have a lot and you have to wash them regularly. And we were unsure whether the power consumption should be, you know... Um, Balancing things but, out. Yeah, exactly. Balanced compared to, to, to Natty. And we, we would need to figure that out. We didn't figure that out. Um, it was more so we didn't want the, the chore of doing it selfishly, but whatever. Uh, so Kit and Kinnan, Natty. Very good. Yeah. Do you know that there's like, almost like a movement of people that use the reusable nappies and they have all kind of fancy designs and it's quite a trendy thing? They're the now. best ones. They look so good. Yeah. Like, the designs are sick. Yeah, I think that's more about the parents and the kid, though, because clearly I think the parents that use them mm. seem to almost define themselves mm. yeah. by the, this nappy usage. On I, get, I get why you feel pretty good about Yeah, it's all Instagram-based. It's, I get to see why you feel good about yourself for doing it, but like with a lot of parenting... I think what, a lot what do you do with the poo? You scrape it off. But what, seriously, you yeah. scrape it off. Yeah, you scrape like, it off. Quinn, Quinn, like probably the same for all of us. Our babies are like Tardises when it comes to shit. Like her shit sometimes is half of her mass. It's fucking enormous. So what do you do with that? Like, and it's got bits in it. You know, you'll see like maybe a bit of a peppercorn in there or some shit, you know, and you're just like, I can't contend with this. I, I block off my nose at times, yeah? And we'll have the window open. I'm like, yeah, well done, Quinn. Well done, Quinn. Even though I'm dying on the inside with this fucking shit, like massive trollop of Dude, just poo. It's like my son, the youngest, he's definitely 100% my son. One, by the farts he does, and two, by the size of shits he does. Like, out of the three, like, he does some of the biggest turds. I'm like, 
you're, you're not an old man yet. Like, where the fuck is this coming from? And it's just like, I did that big poo daddy. And I was like, yeah, you bloody did, didn't you? Like, is he coming to show turns. you? Oh, yeah, he like calls you, like, daddy, I did the poo. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you need a wipe. No, look, daddy. And it's like, oh, for God's sake, he's definitely my son. Um, <laughs> getting me sending pictures of people. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah, they do lick the biggest turds. It's unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's what do I do, Matt? What do you do? Uh, we, we just have some fairly standard nappies. We've not done anything particularly fancy with it. Um, or pampers or? Yeah. Well, no, not so much pampers. Um, the in-laws send a bunch of nappies over from Germany quite randomly. Um, they're they're okay. very supportive and they send us over nappies. And so I can't remember the last time I spent money nappies. on nappies. You know? Sounds like a bit of a false economy that does. Yeah. Yeah. More so the gesture. Uh, yeah, I can't remember, literally can't remember the last time I bought nappies. Um, yeah, and we bought, we bought by wipes in, we booked by water wipes in. And yeah. so we've just generally got so everything expensive, stocked man. up. Yeah. I, I tell you the really good ones we use is the Amazon biodegradable ones. Like they genuinely are really good. They're a bit sucky when it comes to pulling out the pack and I know that's mm-hmm. a big bony contention you want to have a flow you want, first world problem ladies and gentlemen it is a first world problem um, you want one to come out and another one to be available uh, for, for the Amazon biodegradable ones which are really good it's £15 for like a big Amazon will take over the world mate they, I'm they are, you. they're starting they are, with shit they? they're going to go up yeah, yeah they're doing everything now yeah. um, but you'll, you'll take out four and then you have to start again yeah, really good. and same with the water wipes, actually. They mm. stick together all the time. Yeah. But hey, you know, but it is an important discussion to have. You want to be aligned on this subject because you'll spend a lot of time changing your baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, think about the amount of time Alex and I have spent around the changing table. It's obscene. Um, so yeah, have that conversation. Um, the next on the list is who will care for your child? As in, will anyone outside of your couple help out with uh, looking after the baby. And I'm thinking specifically baby for this, cause, and maybe even just your first baby, because you're very protective. Mm-hmm. So when you guys had this, uh, did you guys discuss this at all? Who would look after your kid other than you? No one. For me, no one. Like, literally, we had a couple of family members when they were past one or past two yeah. look after them, but not before. Yeah. I, I just don't... I'm very possessive. Like I, I both me and my wife are very possessive. John. Like you don't want, unless it's my, well, not even my parents can bloody trust them, but my, my father-in-law, Rossi Soul, um, was amazing with the kids. But apart from, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have trusted anyone to look after them when they were babies, babies. Uh, they, we, we looked after them the whole time, mm-hmm. which was quite a strain as you can imagine, because yeah. you're constantly not sleeping and all the rest of it until they were slightly older. And then, you know, we'll go on holiday and then the family will look after them and stuff and it'll be easier. But yeah, when they were babies, babies, we looked after them. I just didn't, I'm very possessive and quiet. You know, I want certain things done a certain way. Don't break my kid. It's my kid. Don't break my kid. You know, that's the kind of fucking mentality I had, I think. I remember when um, when my first friend to have a kid, I had their kid, I offered my babysitting services and, and <laughs> he said no. Uh, and I remember being offended, but now I completely understand. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> No, you know, it, there's, you just wouldn't let other people, even yeah. close family members, do it. Um, the only few people for us that we would is my mum and Alex's mum. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. They, 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 those guys get a free Not pass. even your father-in-law? Um, well, he, I'd want him to have some help. <laughs> I love that. I love you how know, men can't be trusted around fucking babies. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, so the, fairly straightforward for me. Yeah. Did you have, what was your experience, Max? Yeah, no, it was similar to John's in that we were like no one. Yeah, because she was yeah. too precious. But then we we did lighten up, and she's had several people take care of her now. Sometimes she just how takes old is she now herself. though? She's eleven months. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I think she's actually at home now. Uh, Romana's out. Um, we just left, you know, some food on, <laughs> <laughs> cracked a window open in the car. All you done, know, mate. Sort, sort yourself out. All right, straightforward. But I think you know, um, for other people out there, you might have. You know, different family situations, different support networks. So, you know, um, uh, worth having that convo. Um, next one. In it, though, mate. The next two, I think we kind of discussed on other episodes, but we'll go through them for proprietary's sake. Um, was that the right word? I don't know. Anyway, will you breastfeed? Not as you specifically. Oh, I was going to say. But yeah, I, I, I struggle, mate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're big, but, you know. Um, <laughs> That's, I presume we all had that discussion. That's a yeah. fairly basic Well, we point, wanted to. We wanted to. But then, like, it wasn't quite happening. And we ended up doing half and half. And then we ended up on the bottle because Leah, like Chris was feeding every mm. 40 minutes, which is quite annoying. Um, and she would just be awake 24-7 otherwise. So we ended up doing 50-50. And then, oh, it's easy with a bottle. 
done yeah. and that mm-hmm. was it so and you the, had the discussion in advance and you wanted yeah to really we, we wanted it. to do we wanted to try it and we tried we tried with all three but it's just like hungry babies and yeah yeah so we just yeah mm. we ended up down doing the bottle thing for, for me it was almost an, an expectation you must feed <laughs> well it, it was more so that i just expected she would do it and romana wanted to do it for sure um but then the reality hits when you actually go to do it and it's just like pain in, fucking impossible yeah. it's impossible uh seen them in seeing my wife in pain is quite bad yeah yeah and we were just like I, I remember saying to her just it's fine just give up don't don't put yourself through this she persevered for she's still breastfeeding now damn yeah 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 and the the best thing from all of this is that the boobs grow to epic proportions yeah like absolutely yes magnesium is a, that's is the pri- that's the priority like massive like four times the size like the size of your head <laughs> you know like the fun you have with those is oh my god um but yeah she breastfed Quinn for uh, now nearly 12 months which is epic like getting her off it's going to be fun yeah true true but then again Quinn can take any bottle so yeah that's alright yeah well, we'll have to see. What are you, man? Yeah. Well, it was an obvious thing for us that we're going to try it. It was. I think we discussed that there were problems with it, um, and that we got over those problems. And Alex is still breastfeeding now. Um. Uh. But yeah, it was always going to be something that we're going to try. It was never a thing where we weren't going to try it, or Alex wasn't going to try and do it all the way through. So I think that was a basic point. It's something to discuss, but uh, I think one thing obviously you have to be careful of is shaming people who don't, because that's never the intention. Absolutely. Um, uh, You're an idiot if you do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so you don't want to shame anyone, but at the same time, it can be clear that it was something we wanted to do, and Alex has really enjoyed, actually, she's really enjoyed the bond that it's Mm. given her with Emily, the additional bond, the closeness. Um, It's got to the point now where Emily can express herself quite well, that she got um, a nipple shield out of Alex's bag and uh, took it over to today and started hitting Alex's boobs with a nipple shield. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> she literally just got it out of the bag, which is there. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> Feed ma, me, woman. Ma, 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 ma. That's what she did. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened. Um, and, yeah, we've the final one on, on the list, number 10 on the list, is something we discussed fairly recently, so let's not go into it very much. But will you discipline with spanking? Um, I think we've discussed this fairly recently. Yeah, no. John, you, you, you are going to put on the mitts. Yeah. Oh, he's playing the guitar. Sorry, I'll put it away. Yeah, no, I I would. Um, I I do. Right. Yeah. I do do. Not often, but I do do. Yeah. I I, I do get annoyed with her because she's, she's definitely. She's still a baby, mate. When, when she starts giving you yeah. attitude, then you'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's starting to get um, tantrums now, uh, and where it can become intolerable. But I have to bite my tongue. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm, nah, I don't think it's me. Uh, I don't think it's me. We'll have this conversation in a year's time on another podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's something we we discuss that we podcast want to keep our options from jail. open. You know, we 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 are open to it. We'll see how it goes. But um, we're not we're not uh, wedded to one approach or the other at the moment. I think you see how it goes. Really, yeah. Let's see where it takes us. Um, so that brings us to the end of the list. Um, I think those were all mostly quite you know useful conversation to have. There were no clunkers on there apart from the no. circumcision one, which just probably isn't circumcision and religion. It's we. just not applicable to us from a cultural point of view, I don't think, for the yeah. most part. But anyway, um, yeah. So that that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining us. Sorry if we've been a little bit more honest than normal. That's just because it's Christmas and we've got whiskey. Yeah. So we're going to get through the rest of this bottle now. Um, you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever you're doing. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you want to get in touch, we can be reached at overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. That's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. Um, there's a Twitter feed, um, which may or may not be operational at some point in the future. Check that out or don't. It's purely up to you. Um, and then join us for the next episode, which will be in your feed soon. All that remains is me to thank my podcast buddies, Magnus. Merry Christmas. Christmas and Happy New Year, folks. And John. Yeah, see you later, everybody. Thanks and good night. Bye-bye.